Welcome to The Sweet Spot. I'm your host, Corey Bradley, sponsored by Bunton, Etheridge, and Fowler, attorneys at law. Joined by my guy, Chris Liuzzi, as we get ready to wind down the NFL regular season, NFL Week 16. Here we are, dude. We're we're getting down to crunch time, bro. So, uh, dude, mm-hmm. how are you doing, man? And, and just tell me how you feeling as we get ready to wrap up the year. Uh, well, first of all, I'm doing good, and I hope hope you are as well. It's mm-hmm. a, you know always a fun time of year. This time you got holidays coming up, you know, the playoffs coming, and especially these last few weeks, it's always fun to see you know, who, when we're getting into the playoff race and everything. I'm gonna pretend. Uh, I'm just gonna avoid the Colts talk, but as far yeah. besides the Colts, you know, feeling pretty good, feeling pretty good. I'm I'm excited, man. I think it's gonna be uh, a fun playoff. It always is, but fun playoffs and just playoff race in general is gonna be fun. I, I think. What about you? How you feeling? Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready, man. Like you said, your team, your Colts, have had a rough year. My Steelers, the same. We're six and eight. <laughs> We're six and eight, but I keep looking at all the losses that we. Like, come on, man! Like, well, the defense has been very good, but we got a rookie QB, and and my boy still can't get on the. My boy Mason Rudolph still can't get on the field. Like, Pickett had the concussion in the Ravens game. Trubisky throws three picks, and we lose by two. And I'm thinking, okay, by far <laughs> next week going into Carolina, Mason's on the field, right? You know, and it's. <sighs> this dude can't get on the field for nothing, dude. <laughs> anyway, your coach, my Steelers, it's been it's yeah, been a different year. Yeah, been a rough year. So, uh, but there's a couple teams, man, who uh, kind of having a rebirth, you know, with, yes. with some newly placed head coaches and uh, Jaguars, Lions. Man, I gotta I gotta pass the torch to you first because you've been on this guy from day one, Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Man, talk about Jacksonville for a sec. No, yeah, like I mean, I. I don't like to toot my own horn, I guess, but no, I was very adamant that Doug Peterson was going to be really good for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I don't know that I would have had them in the running for a playoff team here at the yeah. end of the year, but just I don't, I don't think it could be overstated how bad Urban Meyer did over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just the pure upgrade, no matter what you think about Doug Peterson, I know people seem to be split on him from what I can from what I could tell in his days in Philly, but like. By all accounts, he's he's a great quarterback coach, and I mean, as I know, Trevor's been underwhelming compared to that. He just had so much hype coming out of college, right? But like his coach coming out was Urban Meyer, and he's been he's dealt with so much just kind of stuff like that. Like yeah. they get him a real NFL coach who has real NFL experience, who you know has experience calling won the a Super Bowl with quarterbacks. Yeah, won a Super Bowl, like a legitimate guy. However you feel about him, he is much more legitimate than their prior, you know, their predecessor, and. It's it's clicking now, man. I mean, he's looked he's looked unreal, and it's at a perfect time too. Because when you start thinking playoffs, a lot of times it's not always the best team; it's the hottest team. Yeah. And they're, I mean, you mentioned the Lions, and we'll we'll get to them as well. But I mean, the Jags are up there too in the AFC. I mean, they're cooking right now. Their game against Dallas last week was hmm. Trevor was cooking, man. I mean, they were they were impressive. I just, I like I said, I was high on on Doug over there. Unfortunately, as a Colts fan. <laughs> But uh, I, I don't know that I would have had them in a playoff running. But man, they're going to be, yeah, no, they're going to look good. And they shoot, they get Calvin Ridley next year. Yeah, had another guy right, and to an already high-powered offense doing their thing, which we, which I'll admit, we all laughed at their Christian Kirk. At their moves in the offseason, right? <laughs> yeah, and I love Christian Kirk, but I was like, that money, are you crazy? Mm. And 
hey, it's pop. Zay Jones looks like Randy Moss out there. Man, come on, like I'm. I need to win. I'm. I'm in the consolation bracket. Uh, <sighs> unfortunately, I was. But then Zay Jones gets three. T- I'm like, huh? Like why? How? Na- how? No, oh, whatever. <laughs> this guy three touchdowns against man had no shot after that. But no, they they've been impressive, man. What about you? Did you see this coming at all? Man, I, I mean, early in the I didn't see it preseason you know before the year i mean offseason you you were so you was like man peterson that's watch out you said it you said trevor lawrence and we know trevor lawrence we know what he's about but early in the season i remember doing a show and i think it may have been that week jacksonville beat the chargers and drummed them like actually drilled those guys mm-hmm. and i remember saying don't be surprised if jacksonville has more wins than the titans this year and and not not, not gonna lie about five weeks ago i was like ooh, that was pretty predict- that prediction was kind of kind of off but Man, Jacksonville six and eight, Titans seven and seven. Like it could come down to Titans Jacksonville in that last week to determine who who clinches that division. And that's a big thing. If you look at the ja- Jacksonville's last three games, which if they win out, they're likely in the playoffs. Right? Mm-hmm. They're very winnable games. They yep. got the Jets tomorrow, which is going to be a big one. Uh, I, I mean, not that I'm scared of Zach Wilson, but they have a very good defense. Mm-hmm. You know, and we'll see. Trevor and that offense can keep it rolling, but you have the Jets tomorrow on a short week. They go play Houston, and mm-hmm. then, like you said, they're, they'll go finish it off against Tennessee. Yeah, but that's three very, very winnable games. And they've already all of a sudden Jacksonville's in. Yeah, and, and they've yeah. already beaten the, the Titans thirty-six to twenty-two. So, yep, Jacksonville has to be feeling really good right and now. And Titans right? are still presumably they're going to be starting Malik Willis, so it's not like yeah. they're against a. And Texans don't want to win. Mm-hmm. They're trying to hold on to that pick, and then yeah, they're against Malik Willis, who. I mean, not his fault. He's still, you know, trying to find his way. So, I mean, and then they're missing Mike White. I mean, they, they're getting in on a silver platter, basically, if they're going to, you know, they just got to clinch it, right? This is their this is them. This yeah. is their year to try and squeeze in, and we'll see. But, I, man, it, it looks pretty dang doable to me. Yeah, if they blow it, this is going to be all on them. This is, like you said, there's no better opportunity with the teams that you have to close the season, the position that you're in. If they don't get it done, like you said, with Tannehill presumably out for the season, Malik Wills had to start against the Chiefs. He threw the ball 16 times for 80 yards. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, and and this is the issue. And this is why John Robinson got fired. Like, there's no way you trade A.J. Brown to the Eagles because you had Derrick Henry, amazing running back. You got a, a stud receiver yeah. three years in, and you trade him, and then you play each other. Philly played Titans, Titans got drilled. AJ Brown went off with like two touchdowns, hundred some yards. And a few days later, GM John Robson got fired. And I know he got fired <laughs> only because of that. Like it was solely because of that reason. Because it's like, man, look, he's supposed to be in our, our team. This is yeah. not supposed to happen. So yeah, man, uh, th- th- these Jags, uh, they're they're rolling. They got wins over Baltimore, where they went for two at home, beat Dallas in overtime and that crazy finish with Rayshon Jenkins on that pick six. Uh, they beat Tennessee and they drilled the Chargers. I mean, they have some really good wins. And so uh, as we wrap up the Jags, man, tell me, Jags playoffs, yes or no? No, I think they get in. I think they do. I think they're they're catching fire at just the right time. They have about as, no, I don't want to call any game easy, but about as the easiest schedule as they're going to get to close this. I, I think they're going to get in, man. I think they make it as a wild card. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I got the Jags getting in also. Like you said, Trevor Lawrence, 14 touchdowns, one interception the last six games, 14-1. So, yeah, with Peterson, Lawrence, the receivers, Ingram went off. Like, Evan Ingram, like, who? What? (laughs) 
I'm telling you, these he's had guts, a couple games this year like has, that too. Yeah. He has. That's tight ends for you. If they're not Kelsey Kittle or Andrews, you don't know what to expect and what you're gonna get week to week. But yeah, I got the Jaguars making the playoffs as well. So Detroit, man, the Lions, Dan Campbell, and you could see this last year. You could see it, even though they only won three games. You're like, he's the right coach for they this franchise. Hard. He's yeah. the right. He's the right guy. They're losing games, but they're losing close games and very competitive. So man, it's good to see them sitting at seven and seven. Ah, uh, Detroit. This team here, they they what they say they embody the the demeanor and the mindset <laughs> of the coach. That's what they do, man. Dan Campbell, you can see he's serious, but the players love him. He is the right guy for that franchise. And you don't know what you get in Chicago. The Packers, we don't know moving forward. The Vikings will be there. They have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. But Detroit, they're they're climbing in that in that North Division. So, uh, man, Detroit, give me your thoughts on the lines. And, and and where you think they are moving forward? In Detroit, well, first of all, if you'd have told me that Detroit would have fielded a top ten, I mean, bar, potentially top five offense of Jared Goff at their quarterback, I'd have called you crazy. Hmm. Uh, I've never been super crazy on Jared Goff, but man, they're they're making it work. You know, we we just talked real highly of that Jaguars team. The mm-hmm. Lions whooped them earlier this month. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, this Lions team isn't playing right now. They they. Took it to Jacksonville. I mean, they were played in Detroit, but they beat Jacksonville forty to fourteen just a few weeks ago. And that's the Jacksonville team, like you said, that's hot right now. They beat the Vikings. They just went and beat the Jets. So I know it's the Jets, but that's a good defense over mm-hmm. there too. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's like this year is being flipped upside down. But I mean, it kind of makes sense when you look at at least offensively on paper. I mean, they got a lot of guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jared Goff. Like I said, I'm not crazy about him, but to this case, he's playing well this year. He's playing very well this year. They got a good running back, too. You talk about Jamal Williams and all the touchdowns and he's been getting and need to get mm-hmm. swift, right? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's a good running back, too. You got Monroe St. Brown, who's just been, Absolute I don't know, that dude, you know, man. caught the league on fire last year, right? And he's been a baller this year, too. Yep. Uh, and they still have Jamison Williams, who they haven't really, they got to get him in the fold, right? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's another super talented guy. I mean, that offense is. And they traded Ooh. up to get him. Remember, they jumped from yep. like thirty or something to go up and get him, and everybody's thinking it's QB, including myself. And it's like, oh, what? Huh? Now he is. He is that electric. So I wasn't. I'm, I'm, I was just shocked they went that far uh, to go get a guy. But that hey, that's who he is. Though so James Williams so, is a stud. So if he can play, it's another piece to to an already good offense. Mm-hmm. Panay Sewell's been a baller this mm-hmm. year. I mean, catching passes. And and now <laughs> their defense is even looking improved. Yeah. Like their defense is. I mean, to hold Minnesota to. Tr- to 23 is good. The whole Jacksonville, like we just talked about, they held them to 14. Their defense is starting to catch up. And mm-hmm. kind of like I said about Jacksonville, probably even more so, they're catching fire at the right time. Like they're hot rolling into the time of year where they need to be. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm I'm going to be like, uh, like I said with Jacksonville, like I think they're going to make the playoffs. Mm, man. Mm, mm, I, okay. think, I think they get in. Okay. I'm not saying that they're going to go all the way or anything. But, but just I, they're going to slide in. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to face Detroit in the playoffs yeah. the way they're playing right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. Jared Goff, like you said, is a solid QB. He's much better at home, though. Those numbers have yeah. not lied. His his numbers are so much better playing at home. But you you talk about getting into the playoffs. Their remaining schedule is Carolina, Chicago, and Green Bay. All winnable games. All yeah. winnable games. And so, Especially with Green Bay right now. You don't know what the – to expect from them yeah. every and, Sunday. And, you know? and the Packers are in the playoff hunt as well, which is weird that you would think that they have an outside shot, but they're right in the hunt also. Yep. Um, so Packers, Bears, Carolina, that's how they wrap it up. Final game being against Green Bay 
<laughs> this Lions team, as we talked about, as good as the they've Lions. been, as competitive as they've been, because that's where you can't get – when you look at head coaches and who should be fired and who shouldn't, you can't just look at wins and losses. you got to look at how a team plays, how they compete. And we saw this last year with this Detroit team. It's no shock that they're 7-7 seven and seven now. They have five losses this year by a total of 17 points. Think about that, man. Five losses by a the total Lions, of 17 points. Man. The Detroit. Lions. Detroit. They're they're ah. they're <laughs> hey they're they're coming man they're on the right track and and long as they keep building what they have they got the right coach in place Detroit's gonna make they got a chance to make some noise like I said with the current state of that division Minnesota's the only guaranteed thing moving forward I I, I got the lines not making the playoffs this year but come on I, man hey not saying <laughs> I wouldn't be glad if they got in that'd be cool but I, I think it's not quite their time just yet. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm I'm all in. Detroit's making it to the playoffs. <laughs> so you heard it there from my guy Chris talking Jags Lions. We got some more. We got a lot left in the show. This next segment, we're gonna dive into the best team in each conference. And boy, you there's a lot to talk about when you just bring up that subject. So stay tuned as we listen to our sponsors here on the Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than thinking about retirement. But if you think your retirement deserves more attention, I can help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Greg Wakefield. Stop by our office at 5630 West Main Street in Dothan. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Care Animal Center is a local business partner of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Their goal has always been to assemble a team that is dedicated to providing quality veterinary services for their clients' pets. Care Animal Center offers surgical, dental, medical, and pet wellness programs for that furry member of the family. Their website is careanimal.net. Care Animal Center, 3454 West Main Street in Dothan, 334-794-6333. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot. I'm your host, Corey Bradley, sponsored by Bunton, Etheridge, and Fowler, Attorneys at Law. Chris, man, we're talking about the best team in each conference. You know, there's quite a few contenders in each conference, which which is why the the NFL is so fun. Man, man. I'm kidding. Which is why the NFL is so fun is because you just don't know each year. And it's always three, four teams that realistically has a shot instead of just three, four teams every year in college. It's the same four teams. So NFL, when I look at the AFC, starting with that conference, you know, there's there's three teams that really jump out at you. And there's one team that's been good, and they have a lot of people that's been riding them. But, man, I'm I'm concerned about them when, when it gets down to the nitty-gritty, when it gets down to those clutch moments, that, that crunch time. Can they come through and make those plays and, and get over that hump? And you probably kind of see where I'm leaning when I say get over that hump because there's a couple teams who have gotten over that hump, but this team specifically has not. The Buffalo Bills, man, I, I'm not sold on them as being the best team. I got them on the outside looking in as far as the contenders. Like they're they would be number three on my list, and and I'll tell really? you what. Okay. Yeah, I, I know, I know. So much talent tell on the offensive side of the ball, offensive side of the ball. So much talent, defensive side of the ball. Von Miller's out for the season. That that that's big. Von Miller being out is huge. Like and 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 you got Tre'Davious White who's coming back and he's not the same just yet. A lot of talent on that side of the ball. Don't get me wrong, but there's in the last few years they're seventeen and one and games decided by nine or more. When they had that collapse against the Vikings, at that time they were two and nine 
in games decided by eight or less. Two and nine. Now, I will give them credit. They've won the last four in those type of games since then. Hmm. So they're six and nine in games decided by eight or less in the last few years now. But when I first saw that stat when they were playing Minnesota and they blew that game, I'm like, really? Like, this is – this, and, and you think about it, Buffalo either blows you out or lose in a close game. And that's not, that's not a recipe that you can win with long term. And I think Buffalo, their fans are crazy, throwing snowballs against the Dolphins <laughs> and all this stuff. They don't know how to act because they've never won. They don't know how to act. They're out there and this freezing temperature is below zero, whatever, and they're going crazy. They're just crazy fans that just don't know, how, don't get it because they've never done it. So until they do it, they're not it. Buffalo, all right? So mm. you on the flip side, give me the team that you – <laughs> don't believe in or not really sold on as that best team in the conference. Uh, and they're not, this might not be going on. I, I'm going to get back to you on the, on the bills. I, that's, that's interesting. I'll get back to you on the bills. As far as the team, I'm just, they're, they're almost certainly going to be a playoff team, but I just, I'm, I don't know if I'm riding on them doing anything. It's the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. I, I, I know, and I, and this is with the asterisks that I know Lamar has been out, and we'll have to see when he gets back. Yeah, I just, mm-hmm. I don't trust, and, and this is like I love Lamar, and even when he gets back, but their receiving core scares me. Uh, not, they don't yeah. really have anybody to throw to outside of Mark Andrews, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, well, what are you what are you going to do when you get to the playoffs? You're going to face, you know, you're going to get the best defense, you're going to get the the most different looks, like they're going to try and throw you off. But the whole thing is like you can't really be multi dimensional, like mm-hmm. they're. You know what Baltimore is going to do when Lamar gets back, especially. You know what they're going to do, and it's like, okay, well, you can you can argue, oh, well, they. I mean, they've always just wanted to run the ball with with Lamar, with Dobbins, and Edwards. It's like, yeah, but they also used to have you know Marquise Brown to stretch the field, and they yeah. had Mark Andrews still underneath. They lost Marquise Brown. Uh, Deverne, I believe, is hurt now. I mean, it's just yeah, it's Mark Andrews. <laughs> That's it. And I love Mark Andrews, but I mean, as great as Lamar is. I think especially to make to do have success in the playoffs in the brutal AFC, like he needs help. I don't care who you are. Uh, we we kind of talked off the you know off the record about you know the Titans losing AJ Brown and how much that has impacted them. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you need a number one. I get that Mark Andrews is that, but they don't have anybody outside to stretch it. But there's no one that scares you on that team outside of Mark Andrews and then Lamar. That's it. And I think. When you get to the playoffs, you're limiting yourself way too much. As great as Lamar is, I, it's just I think that's too big of a. You talk about getting over that hump. I think it's way too big of a hump to get over. Mm-hmm. Put it and, that way. And 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 you mentioned in Baltimore, I never considered them as a contender. Like this team, this team had they win games, they have no business. I, I consider winning. them a contender because I think they're certainly going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like they beat my Steelers. Trubisky threw three picks. We had a field goal block. We lose by two. They beat the Broncos ten to nine. Like they lost that Jags game. Like they blew the Bill. Remember the Bills game with Lamar's like, let's go for it, let's go for it. And it's like four <laughs> minutes left in a tied game, and you're like on the six. You got Justin Tucker, the best kicker in the game. Like just take the field goal, Harbaugh, and take the lead and force Buffalo to beat you. And they they throw and they just learn. They just find ways to lose games. They shouldn't. The Dolphins game. Remember they was up what what 
38 to 14 or whatever it was going <laughs> yeah. into the fourth and, and lose that yeah, game. Tua had that crazy comeback. Yeah, yeah I think it was 31 14, whatever it was. But, but yeah, I don't, I've never considered them a contender. So, yeah, I'm with you, man. Baltimore got a lot of work to do, a lot of work to do to become that type of team. They're asking Lamar to do way too much. Yeah, yeah. They, and they he's need hurt. Some help over there. And he's hurt, and you, and you see the difference, man. Uh, even when he was out there, they still weren't that impressive. So, uh, before I get into my best team, you said you had something about Buffalo you wanted to, you wanted to ask. Before I get to share, reveal the best team in the AFC, what did you have as far as the Bills go? No, it wasn't even a question. I, I'm just going to argue with you a little bit. I, I say ah. if I can go ahead and jump into my mm. – I think the Bills are the best team in the AFC mm. still. Okay. I, I, you talk about you know mm. they've had some close wins and how that kind of worries you and you know, how mm. as many close games they have. I almost think it could almost be like a catalyst, kind of in the same way. I know they didn't get blown out, but it kind of makes me think of, you know, when Tampa got smoked by Green Bay mm-hmm. and then went on to just, you know, kill people that year, yeah. right? Like, I think sometimes those losses, you know, the the blowing it against Minnesota, like, helps you in the long run. You get some adversity, right? Mm-hmm. And now they, like you've noted, they've won four a couple weeks now, they've had close games, games, close games, close games, close games. Well, that's probably what it's going to be like in the playoffs, mm-hmm. man. So if you get a – I think they're – Already, it's like almost getting them in playoff mode early, if you will. And I, I know you know losing Von Miller, like you said, is really big. But I don't know. Josh Allen is Josh Allen. Yeah, they have, he's a baller. Uh, super talented offense. You know, Stephon Diggs still doing his thing. He, I, I think I like Gabe Davis. I still think they could use another mm. target in general. They, they, but they have. Town offensively, Josh Allen's going to do his thing no matter what. They have a good defense still, especially as Trey White kind of gets you know his feet under him a little bit more. I mean, I'm still not taking them off the mantle as the best AFC team. That, that was all I wanted to post at you for. Yeah, hey, <laughs> you, you do hey, make good points. Yeah. I'm just not off the wagon yet. Is man, all. I'll say this a little bit. I'll share my team, and then we'll move on to NFC. Uh, man, you mentioned Gabe Davis. Everybody thought he's going to be a dude, man. He like he had four touchdowns against Kansas City and come shit like this. Dude yeah. is so. Three catch, four catch. That's what I said. They they need more than Gabe Davis. They, I, man. I like Gabe Davis. They need someone else as a number two. They do. They don't yes. use Dawson Knox enough. Like Josh Allen is so electric and so phenomenal that he's he's just everything. That is awesome, man. So, uh, yeah, I, I, Buffalo man is one of those remains to be seen. When, like I said, I'll I'll believe it when I see it type thing. And and, and if I see <laughs> it, if if I see it, not saying that I I would be shocked. I'm not shocked at all. But I'm just saying. Until they do it, they got to prove it. So my best team in the AFC, man, you look at, okay, it's not Buffalo, it's not Baltimore. You're looking at Cincinnati and Kansas City. And, you know, this one team won Super Bowl a couple years ago, other team won Super Bowl last year. So, but, man, I'm still I'm still riding on my home's train, man. I, I am. Mm-hmm. I, I just, and I, you can look, man, Kansas City lost to Cincinnati three straight times now, all by three yep. points. They, they lost to Buffalo this year. I know. I, I'm still right. It, it, it's gotten to that point with me with with, with the Chiefs. Oh, I'm, it's gotten I'm to not that off point. the Kansas City train either. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm, yeah, all, it, I'm, all, I'm with you all day on this. It's gotten to that point where it's Mahomes, it's the Patriots effect, it's the Peyton Manning, yep. Tom Brady. Like, like yeah. I just, yeah. I, I, you know, Nick Saban. Like, I just can't go against this dude. And it's yep. like he's he's he sucked me in, man. I'm a I'm I'm a believer. So, uh, Kansas City is my team. The AFC. I I think. Uh, not not saying any it could be any one of those three teams and I wouldn't be shocked but I'm still riding Kansas City as the best team in the AFC now in the NFC dude in the NFC another interesting talk man you take me through your team that you just don't quite believe in uh, as of yet right. say it straight up despite all the hype this year uh, Dallas scares me I don't mm. know that Dallas scares me 
I, I mean, on paper, I mean, they look great. Dax, I, I think, can play better. But, I mean, Dax is a good quarterback. He's played well. Their defense has been, I think, the standout this year overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did just get their doors blunt. They just had 40 opened up on them by Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. they, I think they worry me, man. I, I, maybe it's it's a recency bias kind of lashing out a little bit where I'm just used to Dallas kind of being mediocre every year. Like every year yeah. we look in the offseason. I kind of feel this way about Minnesota too. Yeah. Uh, every year I'm like, dang, that's a good team on paper. I look at it and then they don't do enough. Well, they're finally doing something this year. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like what you said with Buffalo. I, I need to see it. Yeah. I just, I'm not completely sold on them making waves in the playoffs yet. Like I don't think they, if they play the Eagles or the Niners in a, playoffs i don't know that it goes well for them yeah. i just i'm just not sold on them I, I i think they're making a lot of i think losing amari cooper is a big deal i think i just talked about how much i believe having like a true number one receiver and mm-hmm. cd lamb has been awesome i i still think i think cooper if you replace like gallup being number two in the offense with cooper i think that offense is absolutely electric right now I, I think letting him go is a mistake i understand they wanted to pay zeke but i mean i think that in hindsight that kind of I, I guess I'd feel a lot better about their team if they had Cooper right now. I don't know. I just I'm something about it. I'm not com- completely convinced with that. I just need to see some more from them. Them giving up 40 to Jacksonville is concerning. As much as we just you know talked about earlier, how much I like Jacksonville. If you're yeah. a playoff team, they almost lost to Houston the week before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. They they worry me, man. They, and and they'll kind of get to answer some of those questions a little bit because they played Philly this Saturday, which is a, obviously a big game that with division you know, up on the line. That's a big, big game. And so yeah. they'll get to but Jaylen, they'll answer Jaylen some may of my not questions. Jalen may not that play true. that game. Jalen so. may not play. So, yeah. shoot, they might not answer some questions because then they finish off against Tennessee and, and Washington. I don't know. I, but if you're a Cowboys fan, you're probably coming after me thinking I'm crazy. I'm not sold on them yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they – maybe I, I think they could, you know, get past a wild card. I don't know that they get much further than that. I'm just not sold. Man, yeah, I, I, I can understand that. And it makes sense, like you said, from what we've uh, – always known with Dallas. My friend Trent Hillard, man, he's a Cowboys fan for life. And no matter the kind of year they're having, when will they break it, my It all heart? comes crashing down. When when will it crash? <laughs> and so uh, now I know that one year with the Dez Bryant catch, which should have been, I know that, that broke yep. his heart on that one, because that was a catch. He, they got screwed on that year. Yep. So I'm with you, man. Dallas Dallas is, is a team that's contending, but I, can, I don't dis – disagree with that pick at all now for me the team I don't believe in uh, we've kind of talked about this before and you mentioned them in the segment Minnesota um, yeah I talent almost wanted to say them yeah, too. yeah talent is there Kirk Cousins man he's a good Q, he's a good QB man Thielen Jefferson Osborne finally got a chance when they threw the ball a lot yeah Cook hasn't had the type of year but he's still that one Cook the defense is solid enough but man I like I said I don't believe in 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 Kevin O'Connell quite yet and that that's my concern about Dallas too. Uh, Mike McCarthy, McCarthy is known to make those questionable time management, mismanagement type moves, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's what could hinder a team that has the talent, but it's their coach that's holding them back. So, yeah, man, I got Minnesota as that team. I well, don't quite. Well, funny that. with Minnesota is before their uh, their game against us. I don't even want to get into it. Before their game against us, they were a a ten win team mm-hmm. that had a negative point differential. Which is nuts. That's uh, crazy. Wow. Yeah, the, every single number basically 
which is why it's interestingly enough, if anyone follows this kind of stuff against Detroit, Minnesota was actually the underdog. Mm-hmm. They had five wins over or four wins over Detroit. They were mm-hmm. the underdog going into that game by like betting lines mm-hmm. and stuff. And like almost every single stat out there suggests that Minnesota is not as good as their record is. Yeah, it, it, yeah. And I'm it's inclined true. to agree. I, it, I think, yeah, true. I think it's, I think they're right. I'm with you. Yeah, Minnesota. Uh, they play a lot of close games and they they win a lot of those close games. But that Cowboys really, they game. Yeah, they, but at forty to three, forty to three, <laughs> like they yeah. they play a lot of close games. They don't blow anybody out. They don't blow anybody out. They're gonna beat you close or or get drilled. So yeah, Minnesota. They're not that team. Now the best team for me. And I'll let you wrap up the segment. The best team for me in NFC, man, this is – oh, I went back and forth. These are two programs, two mm-hmm. franchises. I think I know I really where you're like. leaning. Oh, Go my ahead. gosh. I like these two a lot. I like them a lot, dude. But, man, oh, <laughs> do I have to say it? I guess I do, huh? San Francisco, man. I'm going uh, yep. I'm, I'm going Niners. <laughs> this this def- – the both, both defenses are amazing. Both teams have elite playmakers, you know, Brown and Smith. You got Debo Sam if he comes back, right? You know, we're banking on that. George Kittle, Ayuk has had a really good season. McCaffrey. And and it's and it's showing it's like it doesn't matter whether it's Lance, Garoppolo, mm-hmm. or Purdy, that they just win. And that defense is like I said, the Eagles defense is good, but they haven't been the same with Jordan Davis being out. So yep. the Niners defense though, they've allowed here listen to this. They've allowed twenty points twice all year. That's it. They've, they've allowed a 10 In today's day and age, that's insane. 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 And that was against Kansas City, which, <laughs> I mean, it's Kansas City, right? The other team was the Falcons. That's a game where the Niners had three turnovers, and, and you know, it, it was one of those games. Maybe it was like 26 to 14. So 20 points twice all year. So the Niners, as good as the Eagles are, and I love Jalen Hurts and the year Miles Sanders has had, and that, deep, that defense is insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hassan Reddick, Pro Bowl, Javon Hargrave, there's a bunch of sacks, you know, Josh Sweat. Like, that. they are they are very overall, very sound team. But I'm going with San Francisco, man. What are your thoughts on that And, and as you share your, your – I will say uh, we are in lockstep here. I think San Francisco is the best team as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically all the same reasons. I If you – if you were to argue Philly, I couldn't really disagree mm-hmm. with you. Uh, like you said, I think Philly has all the pieces. Uh, we got to see if Jalen Hurts can come back healthy. But if if he is healthy, they have all the pieces, and they've looked incredible this year. Mm-hmm. The Niners are the last team I want to play in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather play Philly over that. San Francisco, because where's their weakness, right? I yeah. mean, you thought it would be at quarterback. <laughs> and Brock Purdy comes in, and they don't miss a beat. And there's a reason, that's kind of a reason, and this will be an interesting discussion when we talk about Coach of the Year. Uh, yep. There's a reason that a lot of teams are trying to get that Shanahan system guy. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, no one can do it like Shanahan, but it's, he's proven time and again that his system works, man. It doesn't matter. Like you said, Garoppolo, Lance, we, we didn't really get, get to see Lance, but, dude, you just when you listed all the guys, that they go and get McCaffrey, yeah. which I would like to say on this show, I, I said I didn't love the move because I thought – They've had more than enough production at running back. I did, I will say, I did say this makes them better in the immediate, like as far as being an immediate contender, because you're mm-hmm. getting Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, he is a problem for defenses, to say the least. So you get him, yet, you know, Debo had done his thing, and Ayuk and Kittle and that offensive line. And then, like you said, that defense, I mean, and that, that number you said to only allow 20 once in today's age where it's, Points, 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 points. The yeah. Offenses are throwing all over the field. And dude, yeah. No, 49ers, I think, are the best team in the NFC. I think it's 
I think they're clearly the best team. I can see the argument for Philly. I, it would be hard to sway me, is all I'll say. I, the 49ers are terrifying right now. <laughs> but the only concern I think would be with them coming to the playoffs is I'm very, 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 very hesitant on first-year quarterbacks mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That always – I know he's technically not a rookie, but uh, that just <laughs> – I don't know. That That's the only thing that ever worries me. Yeah. But gosh – I don't know what else you could say about them. Where, what are their weaknesses, man? Just, they don't, I don't they know don't what you can one. say. They don't, they have, don't have one, man. That defense is so impressive. Like you meant, like I mean, like you said, in this day and age where it's offense and defenses are struggling to catch up, to allow twenty only twice. And like I said, Kansas City's one, but everybody gives up twenty to Kansas City. It seems like almost. And like I said, Atlanta they lost twenty-eight to fourteen, but they had three turnovers, and Atlanta was able to run the ball and run the ball and had the ball. Almost ten minutes more than the Niners, so yep. uh, man, that's that's the difference. So, correction, I got mixed up. Purdy was drafted this year, so yeah, 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 my, yeah. Not a rookie guy. I, yeah, I, I was just thinking. I was like, wait, that's yeah, not right. Mister okay. Irrelevant, the last pick <laughs> yeah, of the draft. Mister Irrelevant. Yep, yep. Uh, well, I was thinking last pick of the draft. My uh-huh. brain got mixed up with like last year. But yeah, last pick of the draft, and I have a very, I'm having to have a conflict because I'm very much, I'm very much against rookie quarterbacks in the playoffs. That always scares me. And but the system, it's he's system. trying. Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's, he's in, in right a system. good situation mm-hmm. to to break that. Mm-hmm. We'll see though, man. So you kind of alluded to this as we talked about Niners and Brock Purdy and Shanahan. Well, the next segment when we come back, we're gonna dive into Coach of the Year and MVP talk as well. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Care Animal Center is a local business partner of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Their goal has always been to assemble a team that is dedicated to providing quality veterinary services for their clients' pets. Care Animal Center offers surgical, dental, medical, and pet wellness programs for that furry member of the family. Their website is careanimal.net. Care Animal Center, 3454 West Main Street in Dothan, 334-794-6333. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than thinking about retirement. But if you think your retirement deserves more attention, I can help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Greg Wakefield. Stop by our office at 5630 West Main Street in Dothan. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot, sponsored by Bunton, Etheridge, and Fowler, attorneys at law. As Chris and I wrap up today's episode, Gonna start with Coach of the Year. Coach of uh-huh. the Year, Chris. Man, give me who uh, some of the candidates that you have on your list, and yep, ultimately there's a couple guys that I think if you argued with me enough, I I could concede and be like, yep, you're right. Uh, I think Nick Sirianni has been, and I maybe I'm biased as mm-hmm. a Colts fan, has been incredible for mm-hmm. Philly. I mean, yep. as we we talked about how good that team was on paper, which yes, that's a lot of it, but. Still, you have to have a good coach to put all that together, and they're yeah. smoking teams this year. Uh, I think Nick Sirianni des- deserves a lot of credit for that. I think Mike McDaniels, Mike McDaniels deserves a lot of credit for what he's done over there in Miami. That offense and, and Tua, and like they finally flipped a switch, and Tua's you know looked like mm-hmm. what a lot of people hoped he would look like, right? Uh, the other guy that I think is the the record wouldn't make sense, uh, but Brian Dayball I think deserves a ton of credit for. Uh, I don't think. That Giants team does not have a lot of talent, man, <laughs> at all. Like, and the fact they they've won the few games that they have won, uh, I don't know. Put it this: I, they found their coach. Is, yeah, is all I yeah, say. Yeah, I'm a yeah. big believer. I mean, I I like that hire when they did it, but it's even more convinced now. Uh, he's been great for them. But my, my coach of the year, I, I think it's Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Uh, 
we kind of talked about it a little bit with the last segment uh, to lose your starting quarterback twice now mm-hmm. uh, and still just it doesn't even look like it's mattered at all. And yes, that is a credit to Brock Purdy, but so much of that is is on Shanahan. And like we talked about his, that his system and, and how that works with, you know, him being able to just the seventh round, <laughs> being able to just plug in Purdy and they're just still doing their thing. The fact, the fact that we can even talk about that he, they lost two of their starting quarterbacks and we're still both in agreement. Like, yep, they're the best NFC team. That's nuts. That's nuts. And that's a, I, I think it's Shanahan this year. I mean, that's just to lose one, I think puts a lot of teams out. I mean, we talked about, look how bad Baltimore has been, right? To lose one yeah. is just kills a lot of teams. To, to lose two is, is insane. Crazy. And we, yeah. we're still like, yep, they're the best team. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Kyle Shanahan. What, what do you think? Man, you know, you mentioned Sirianni. He was, he was one of the guys that, that immediately came to mind. You know, last year was his first year. They went nine and eight, lost to the, lost to the Bucks. And then, you know, 13-1 and one this year. And, and you know, he's done an excellent job. Like I said, the talent is there. You can't knock it out. Like, okay, he's, he has great talent. And, and, and a lot of times teams have great talent. They have the best record. And they, yeah. they, they dismiss what the coach has done there. Like, no. Or, and we talked about this with, with Minnesota and Dallas. As long as you can have the talent, but it doesn't matter. Like, you can have the talent. It just doesn't work out, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's worked out for them. <laughs> it's worked out for them. And, look, Sirianni is a huge part of what they've, what they've installed and what they've instilled in their players to have the record they do. Dan Campbell, you know, you got to think of him. 7-7, yeah, seven seven. we started yeah. with the second with him, the Lions and the Jacks. I mean, they had eight wins combined the last two years. They're 7-7 seven seven now. <laughs> eight, one, <laughs> eight wins last two years combined. The Lions? Got said the Lions, <laughs> the Bears. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, um, I got to go Kyle Shanahan, too. Same reasons you mentioned. Trey Lance is the starter. Like, Garoppolo wasn't even supposed to be on the team. Like, he yep. couldn't – He nobody – it was a shock. It, it worked out in their favor to hold on to him, but I was like, ooh, you're you're inviting chaos. Cause if I Lance, thought we were both in agreement there. I was like, why yeah. are you keeping him? Like, yeah. what's the point? Yeah, you're in trouble. And, like, you're if Lance yeah. goes one and three <laughs> in the first four starts, that whole locker room's looking at, man, put in Jimmy G. We've been to the Super Bowl with yep. him. We've been to the college yep. championship with him. Put him in. So, But they – you know, unfortunately, Lance gets hurt. They still hold on to Garoppolo. They look like geniuses. But then Garoppolo gets hurt. He's out for the season. And I'm, my guy Rex Ruiz, man, everybody knows Rex has been listening to the show when we talk Niners, talk NFL. He talked about how this group, this coaching staff, they've been high on Brock Purdy from the start, man. Like, it was like, okay, do you hold on to Purdy? You know, you got Lance and Garoppolo, but do you hold on to Purdy? Because some teams don't even carry three QBs anymore. Mm-hmm. And so they held on to Purdy because they believed and loved what they saw in him. So Brock Purdy, man, that dude – Iowa State rookie, man, I'll t- look, six touchdowns and two interceptions in his three games that he's played. So he's thrown two touchdowns in every game. And those are wins against Miami, against Tampa Bay, and then your division rival, Seattle, in Seattle. So uh-huh. this dude, man, like you said, Shanahan, you got to give him credit because he has faith in this guy just as much as he did with Garoppolo yeah. and Lance. And he's he was the and last Shanahan's the guy draft. getting him ready. Shanahan's the guy, man. Like, and I'll tell you where it really I mean, every win has been impressive for me. But against Tampa Bay, the Niners were on their own thirty they were on Tampa Bay's thirty seven. Twenty eight seconds left. It's third and three. The the Niners went to throw it. 
Carlson Davis gets called for a defensive holding, which it was a horrible call. It was horrible. It wasn't, it wasn't a good call. But it's automatic first down. So you're thinking as a rookie with 28 seconds left, you're at the 32 now. At Tampa Bay is 32. But you, most teams with a rookie quarterback, third-string QB, they're going to play <laughs> it safe and kick a, you know, kick a field goal. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. On that, on that defensive holding that called it back, Purdy threw an interception. Purdy threw an interception mm-hmm. on that play. It's defensive holding against Carlson Davis, so the Niners get the first down. Now they're at the 32. Most teams, most QBs, most coaches are going to be like, okay, you just threw a pick. You're a rookie. Let's kick the field goal get to halftime, right? The next play after that defensive holding where Purdy just threw a pick and that play was negated, they went pump and go to Brandon Ayuk and got a touchdown out of it. Like, who does that with a third-string quarterback who's a rookie that just threw a pick the play before? Like, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, like, Shanahan has confidence in this guy, and and, and, I, and you love Purdy's moxie. You just love, like, yep. oh, my gosh, no, this dude. Yeah, you got to have a lot of it to step in that situation. Dude, like you did. see him, boom, you know, he be doing whatever his little hand gestures. Be, like, I love watching that dude <laughs> play, man. It's funny. Um, So, yeah, man, like I said, that touchdown against Tampa where you guy just threw a pick and you don't play it safe after that. Man, Shanahan's the coach of the year, for sure. Full agreement. MVP. Man, it's really come down to a two-person race. Yep. And, you know, unfortunately, this award has really become QB-oriented, just like the Heisman. And and, and it's two guys. It's Mahomes and Hurts. Two guys who are electric, that you love, love watch and play. They just do things that just blow your mind. Mahomes, 35 touchdowns, 11 picks. He has a total of 4,809 total yards. Jalen Hurts, 35 total touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes has 35 touchdowns. Passing, Jalen Hurts has 35 total. 22 passing, 13 rushing, and only five picks. Only five. Man, if I got a QB who's scoring and not turning the ball over, man, we're going to win a bunch mm-hmm. of games. That's, that's a recipe for winning. Jalen Hurts has a total of 4,219 total yards. So Hurts and Mahomes, man, you know, I love both those guys. And if I had to go with one this year, it has to be Jalen Hurts, man. You know, this is a guy who was at Alabama. You know, the way it transpired there, he's booted for Tua, and then he leaves for Oklahoma and has an, a phenomenal year under Lincoln Riley. The, the Eagles take him in the second round, and I'm like, ooh, I love that pick. Still, that's a steal, man. Hurts is, Hurts is going to be good. It was a lot of question about what he was doing in the passing game, what he would do in the pocket, mm-hmm. right? This year, Hurts is balling. He's putting passes on the money. like, And you saw it early. Like This is a different Jalen Hurts. The one game they lost against the Commanders on a Monday night, you could tell early, like, oh, he, don't have, he doesn't have it tonight. He doesn't have it, and they lost. But Jalen Hurts has been phenomenal every single week. You love his moxie. You love his confidence. He's serious. There's one video floating on Instagram where it's like A.J. Brown and – uh, one of the other receivers, maybe Quez Watkins, but they like dancing and they just kind of joking and laughing. <laughs> Jalen Hurts is sitting right next to them and he's like in the zone, like just just focused. Like oh, it's like he's not even in the same world. So man, I'm going with Jalen Hurts as my MVP. Patrick Mahomes, obviously we know he's a stud and he's uh, he's kind of that household favorite in a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of people's eyes. But this year I had to go give it to Jalen. I, I guess this will work out a, a good balance. Uh, Mahomes is the guy for me. I, I think Hurts is well deserved. I think. Depending on what happens with the injury, I think Hurts is likely to win it because I think we talked about there's two things that are true as far as MVP goes. One, it's going to be a quarterback. It, I mean, if Cup didn't win it, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I think yeah. it's impossible. Cup or Taylor or Taylor last year. Yeah, or Taylor. I, I, 
like, I don't know how you can do better. So it's it's a quarterback award for me. Mm-hmm. Not that we, not that it wasn't before. We, I mean, it's clear as day. Uh, the other part of it is, and this isn't a slight against Jalen, but a lot of it is the the media part too. And Jalen's yeah. got a lot of the hype because it's you know it oh they weren't supposed to be this good like you said a story from Alabama and which has been unbelievable. I almost wanted to say spoiler effect in the last segment because you talked about the Patriots effect when you're talking about Mahomes, and I I think I think we're seeing that a little bit. I think we're so used to Mahomes just being yeah. Mahomes. I mean he is. If if you are all about volume stats for MV, for MVP, he's got it. He leads in pretty much every category outside of the rushing yards. Obviously, you know, Jalen's special there. Uh, if you are all about the analytics, the advanced stats, Mahomes has them there. He's number one in basically everything there. But my my big thing, what kind of sways it for me is Philly has a much better team <laughs> than than Kansas City does. That that defense in Kansas City is not great, and they are still. Even like you said, the best team in your opinion in the conference, right? That's because of Mahomes, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I talked about the value. I, we've talked about the value of defense. I've talked about the value, in my opinion, of having a true number one, which they do with Kelsey. Who's their next guy? Juju's mm-hmm. good, but they don't have. Yeah, who's that? They don't have that number one receiver out mm-hmm. there. They were. He was supposed to take a step back, losing Tyree Kill, and yeah. he's just been unreal. <laughs> and, and so, like, I I always thought. <sighs> I always liked that move. Like, well, when they got rid of Tyreek, it was an absolute shock. Nobody, like, who trades Tyreek Hill? Like, even in a fantasy league, when your boy Adam traded, fan, traded Tyreek Hill to you, I'm like, who trades the number one receiver in the league? Who does it? Anyways, Tyreek Hill, man, I was shocked when the Chiefs made that move. But I was like, this could probably help Mahomes even more because instead of looking for that bailout and throwing it to Tyreek Hill just because it's Tyreek Hill, it forces Mahomes to to go through his progressions and to actually become more evolved as a quarterback and just find an open man. So, um, and I think I, he's I, done that. He's, he's done it. He's done that for sure. I mean, who was his last game? We just what thirty six or forty two, like three hundred. Just thirty six or forty two or forty one. So only five at completions. He had like mm-hmm. three hundred something yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. I'm like, I mean, and there wasn't even like a story about him. It was just. It's every week with him now. We've hit, like you said, the Patriots effect where we're almost bored of it because he's just been doing it now. But like, he's, I don't know, man. <laughs> like you said, the media aspect, like you could have. It's a big part of MVP. You could have the same quarterback, any other quarterback. Lamar has that same wow factor, I think. Uh, or right under Mahomes, not the same, but under. But any other quarterback could make this phenomenal play, miss, make four or five guys miss, and throw it behind his back and for a touchdown. They would get, they would show that once or twice. Yeah. If it's Mahomes, that's on repeat the whole night. Like, and you you would have even CNN and these news stations showing Mahomes what he did. Like you said, that wow factor, that media factor is huge, and they love Mahomes. I do say I think it's working against him finally for once this year, though. Like, yeah. I really do. I think it's we're getting – we're just used to it at this point. I mean, we, I mean, you mentioned the Patriots effect. I mean, you could have had Belichick as coach of the year every yeah. year for like 20 years, mm-hmm. but that's not the way it works, right? Yeah, become desensitized <laughs> but, to it. It's, yeah, yeah he, he's just unreal. He, I mean, he's that team. They go as he goes, period. And that team, they're not great defensively. And I love Andy Reid, but that that team goes as Mahomes goes. But not not to take anything away from Hurts, though. Like you said, I mean, Hurts has been. I don't think anybody saw the leap that he was taking this year. I mean, he's been unreal. And man, you got Mahomes. I got Hurts. I'm gonna close with this stat, and and we'll wrap up the show. But man, so listen to these stats for Jalen Hurts. Passing from the pocket, which was a perceived weakness of his going into the draft, right? 
what can he do from the pocket? Like, we know he can throw in a run, he's a mobile guy, but what can he do? Can he be a QB in the pocket? This dude is first in completions, first in touchdown to interception ratio, and he's first in passing rating, all from the pocket. So, if you would have asked anybody, you can give them three choices. Probably give them five choices. Who's number one from the pa- passing from the pocket? Who would have said Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts is that guy, man. So, my MVP, Jalen Hurts. Yours is Patrick Mahomes. Two excellent guys. and uh, Both deserving. Both deserving. Now, I don't know when the last time they had a co-MVP, but I think those days are well <laughs> over. That's not going to happen. But uh, Was I like McNabb and... Peyton or something like that. Yeah, I, I know Peyton was one of them. Yeah, I want, yeah, it was Peyton. I think and, it was McNabb and Peyton. What or was it McNair? Maybe McNair. McNair. That's yeah, yeah. McNair, not McNabb. McNair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Peyton was one of them. Yeah, that was yeah, it, man. McNair and McNair and Peyton. So, uh, Chris, as we wrap, man, there's a final few words uh, before we before we close the show. Nah, it's it's playoff time or just about playoff time. I'm just I'm excited for it. It's almost a relief. Uh, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I wish my Colts were in it. But it's stress-free, right? Put it that way. I, I just get to sit back as a fan and watch some games. I don't got to freak out. <laughs> I'm, I'm just hoping for some good games, man. But I'm excited for it. And I, as always, appreciate coming on here to do the show with you. It's always mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And always. Yeah, man. I'm ready for next time. It's always fun. Man, it's always a blast, dude. And you know we'll be back soon for sure. Uh, NFL is, is, is the best sport there is. You never know what's going to happen from week to week. And so always having my guy Chris on the show is a blast. And we we just wing it, man. We'll we'll take some notes. But, man, we just talk from, from the heart and what we know. So uh, we love bringing great content to you, and we'll keep doing so. My guy Chris, until next time, bro, have a wonderful Christmas. Be safe. And all your travels, man, so many crazy drivers out there. So, uh, man, you, you and Brooke take care, and, and we'll, we'll pick it up soon. I appreciate that. Right back at you, man. Take care. And as I always say, there's nothing better than being in the sweet spot.